Future development on vast swaths of western land is uncertain now that sage-grouse is back on the agenda. The well-being of this chicken-like bird was the focus of a hard-fought deal, a compromise, between nearly a dozen states, finalized a few years ago. Now, the federal government is asking for changes to that deal with energy development and jobs in mind. Inside Energy's Lee Patterson teamed up with Wyoming Public Radio's Cooper McKim to report on what it all means for compromise on major Western issues. The greater sage-grouse makes its home in wide-open western landscapes, and it's known for its theatrical mating dance, puffing up its chest, fanning out its spiky tail, and making a lot of noise. And that's all you're going to hear from an actual sage-grouse in this story, because the conservation issue is about a lot more than the bird itself. Here's Interior Secretary Sally Jewell in 2015. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has concluded that the greater sage-grouse does not need protection under the Endangered Species Act. An endangered species listing would have been a worst-case scenario for a lot of people who use the land where sage-grouse live, like ranchers and energy companies. It could have severely limited access. I think it was extraordinary, and a word that's often used is epic collaboration. Sarah Greenberger was a top sage-grouse advisor at Interior at the time, She explains what was so epic by pointing out who else was with Secretary Jewell that day. We saw on a stage four governors, two of each party. Governors of Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, and Nevada. In all, 11 states and stakeholders had gotten together well before anyone got up on stage to come up with plans to protect sage-grouse and keep it off the list. It took a decade. Now, a new Interior Department under Ryan Zinke is asking for changes to those plans, recommending a new policy on energy development in sage-grouse habitat and giving states more of a say in how they protect the bird. Greenberger worries that if those changes unravel the big-picture compromise... That takes away for every future situation, every future big challenge. Like battles over water rights in the Southwest and pooling resources to fight wildfires. That sense that you can succeed if you bring enough people to the table and if you get enough, if you create that center of gravity, that those people in the middle can win. But under a new administration, winners may be different. President Trump formally prioritized energy development with an executive order issued in March, Since then, his agencies have reviewed national monuments, environmental regulations, and the sage-grouse conservation plans. So, stakeholders across the West are coming back to the table. A new round of meetings began this month in Wyoming, and my colleague Cooper McKim was there. A lot of these, I think what we're going to do today is we're just going to have an open conversation. That's Bob Budd, chairman of Wyoming's sage-grouse implementation team. There were about 30 people at the meeting and most seemed uncertain about how changing these plans would actually work. I think that some of these things are, are topics that are moving all over the place. They are moving targets. That's- there are actually 98 different plans. States are broken up into micro-regions. There are concerns over how long the tweaking process will take. That's frustrating, as, as you can imagine, for us. But I think we need to have a pretty robust conversation about a couple of these items. Once numbered in the millions, the sage-grouse population has dropped range-wide this past century. Now numbered at less than 500,000, the stakes around conserving this bird are particularly high in Wyoming. Nearly 70% of the state is considered sage-grouse habitat, land that is also used for ranching, oil and gas development, and wind production. 
Total economic output from all the activity on that land adds up to over a quarter of the state economy, according to a study by the University of Wyoming. Deemer True is head of Diamond Oil and Gas and a member of Wyoming's sage-grouse team. He welcomes changes in the plan, especially easing restrictions on drilling. In the past, the Obama administration put up roadblocks against development, and this administration wants to take those roadblocks down without harming the environment. Others on the implementation team were not so pleased. Joy Bannon is with the Wyoming Wildlife Federation. She says these stakeholders, they all had a say the first time around. We've already gone through all of the details that needed to be in the, in the plans. We worked tirelessly on those specific pieces. And to reopen that door just feels like all the work we did was not being considered as worthy. Worthy or not, the Grand Compromise of 2015 was successful in keeping the greater sage-grouse off the endangered species list. The question for all these stakeholders now is whether whatever form the plans take in the future can do the same. The next round of species review is set for 2020. For Inside Energy, I'm Cooper McKim. And I'm Lee Patterson. You know, it's not the first time we have reported on sage-grouse. I hear Dan Boyce did a bunch of cool stuff about grouse back in the day. You can find all that stuff at InsideEnergy.org.